Greetings and welcome to Getting Dimensional. I'm your host, Carol Amaya Lefebvre. The concept of the higher self refers to a transcendent, more evolved aspect of our consciousness. Different spiritual traditions and philosophies may use different terminologies, but the idea is that we have a higher, more enlightened and spiritual aware aspect of our being. So let's dive in and get dimensional. I'd like to start off by saying that our existence is evolving and we are on the edge of a monumental shift. I've been waiting for this shift for almost 30 years, so I'm really excited. And as we embark on this journey, we have need for some really valuable tools that are going to help us make the transition with grace, wisdom, ease. And it's critical that we evolve our consciousness and hold space for others to do the same. We want the love and harmony that we create within ourselves to ripple through the consciousness so that all the people across the globe can jump on to that awesome high vibe. Working with different aspects of our higher selves is one of the best ways that we can do this. I've been teaching the high self connection and the importance of the high self for over 30 years. It is one of the most important things that you can learn and do. It will change your life forever. I always say if there's only one thing you do, it's doing your high self connection and it will change so many aspects of your life. And it only works if you actually do it though. So I'm just gonna talk a little bit about the high self, what it offers and how we can connect to it. The high self is an aspect of yourself. It is the part of you that knows what your soul mission or your higher purpose is. Your high self has the blueprint of everything that you're supposed to do while you're in 3D and on the earth plane. It knows what lessons that you've planned, what your previous experiences from past lives are. It knows what karma you've agreed to incorporate in this lifetime the healthy, awesome, great karma, as well as the other stuff that you have to make amends for. It knows all your spiritual contracts, people that you're meant to meet, who you're meant to work with. It holds a multitude of information, and it's really easy to connect to it and start to work with it. Your high self is that part of you that is your gut feeling because it knows what you're meant to do. It's the part of you that says to turn right instead of left. It's the part of you that gives you these impressions and trusting your intuition and trusting your gut is really imperative. So as you get to know your high self, you'll start to trust the feelings that you get and go with the flow. Now, I know that Everybody has had experiences where you had a gut feeling, you didn't follow through, and you're kicking your butt later going, why didn't I listen to myself? That's your high self tapping you on the shoulder saying, please do this, please do this. I want to share a couple stories about the high self. So I've been working with my high self, my Christed self, and my I am presence for a really long time. My high self is an excellent guidance for me. And I always pay really great attention. So I had this client, and this was 20 years ago, I'm going to say. And 
they offered to take me to Sedona and New Mexico, all expenses paid, and they paid me for my time so that I would take them to energy vortexes and connect them to different things on the trip. So as we were traveling, we had gone through Sedona, we had gone through Arizona, we finished that component, and we started to travel to New Mexico. And we were in New Mexico, and all of a sudden, my high self said, you need to stop. So I looked around, and I kind of tuned in, and I'm like, stop, okay. So I just said to the person I was with, can you just stop the car? So they stopped the car, and then I just tuned in, and I said, we need to go to that house over there. They looked at me and thought I was a lunatic. And I had lots of experience working with my high self, and I trusted whatever I heard. So I said, well, I'm going to go knock on the door and just tell them that I was guided to stop here. You can come with me or you can wait in the van. So they sucked it up and trusted my gut, and we walked over and knocked on the door. And this beautiful woman opened the door, and I said, Hi, I was directed by spirit to stop here, and I'm not sure why. She opened the door. She called her husband. She said, Sweetie, you need to come and meet these people. They were spiritually guided to come to our house. Well, these people were from the Pueblo First Nations tribe, which is very, very rare. She was telling me that there's very few left and that they're actually going to put an overpass so that random people can't go through the reserve anymore. And she opened the door and she invited us in and there was this amazing clay pottery with all these ancient hieroglyphs and um, all these symbols and beautiful First Nations art. And her and her husband made us tea and they talked to us about the importance of what the different symbols meant and how we could incorporate them into our different spiritual practices. It was an amazing experience that we would have totally missed had I not listened and trusted my gut. Now, I don't recommend that you be knocking on people's doors all the time, but as you work with your high self and as you get to trust your gut and get confirmation that every time you have a gut experience and you follow it, that it leads to better, more empowered things, the more and more these things happen, then the more you trust and then the more you can move forward and start to work towards those things. The more you can trust your gut and then you can work up towards larger gut feelings and following through with those when you know that it's safe to do it. Little by little, it comes. As we learn our lessons, we begin to trust our gut more and more. I've had experiences where I didn't trust my gut, where a friend asked me to borrow money, and we've probably all had this, and I knew, I just knew in the deepest parts of my being, that it wasn't a good idea. However, she was very convincing and I did it. And of course, our friendship has ended and it didn't work out well for me. So trusting and following through are really important 
whatever we get, we need to follow through on if we want our high self to keep giving us messages. The really cool thing about high self is that it's above the ego. So it's not associated with the ego or human consciousness. It's a transcended higher version of ourselves. So as we tap into the high self, we get a better perspective and we go beyond our personal desires and attachments and we can tune into the more spiritual aspects of ourselves as opposed to what our ego wants. When I teach dowsing, working with a pendulum, I always teach people that if they want to be accurate pendulum user or dowser, that they need to connect to the high self because the high self is above ego consciousness. So our personal thoughts, our personal consciousness, the stuff that we have that we believe isn't being interfered with because the high self knows what's in our highest and best good and it overrides the ego. It's really, really important to connect to the high self if we want to override the ego conditioning and programs. The high self is a source of wisdom and guidance. And one of the easiest, best ways to connect to the high self is to spend time in nature. When we walk in natural settings and we observe our surroundings, we kind of let go of what's happening in our busy worlds. And we can delve into all these beautiful components of nature, looking at the bark in the forest, watching the waves, looking at the pebbles on the beach. All these things take us into the present moment and they allow us to connect to different aspects of ourselves on a deeper level. When I walk in the forest and spend time alone, not listening to stuff on my phone, but just being quiet and being in the forest, taking pictures and just embracing the beauty of nature, my high self talks to me. All these things pop into my head that I never would have thought of on a busy day. So if you have an opportunity to spend time in nature, I highly recommend it. Connecting to the higher aspects of ourselves also helps us be more compassionate and loving, and it tends to remove our judgmental attitude. We're able to step into life and navigate from a higher wisdom perspective and be kinder humans. It helps us be more interconnected to consciousness. It bridges this etheric bridge to our spiritual guides. So connecting to our high self increases our vibration which allows our guides, not just our high self, but our guides to come in and work with us. Years ago, I read this book called The Artist's Way. This book suggested doing something called Morning Pages. Now, I am totally going to recommend Morning Pages because they helped me shift a huge perspective and it was then that I really started to be able to connect to my high self and move forward. So it's a type of journaling. However, what you do is you wake up 
And before you do anything, you write three long form papers. So you just take a blank paper, you just go buy a scribbler, and you write whatever pops into your mind. There's no right or wrong. It's just whatever you're thinking. It could be, I'm tired. I don't feel like writing my morning pages. I really think this is a stupid idea. I'm not sure what I'm doing here. But the idea is that you get all the garble that's in your mind out. So it allows you to be more clear and it allows your day to flow better. So what happens is, or what happened to me, so I'm not sure that this is going to happen to everyone, but what happened to me is when I got to about the third week of doing morning pages, this amazing shift happened. All of a sudden, I was writing things that I thought, how am I writing this? Poetry came out. I wasn't even consciously thinking about it. It was just, I went from garble to this creative writing person that I had never even seen before. It was amazing. It was a really amazing experience. And from time to time, I go back to my morning pages. I do gratitude journaling every morning, which is also really, really effective. However, the morning pages does take the crap out of the brain and out of the mind and helps us be more present throughout the day. So I totally recommend Morning Pages. I will put a link to the book so that if you want to purchase the book, there's lots of great exercises in there, and I highly recommend it. Another thing I recommend is keeping your energy field clear. That's cutting ACA cords. These are cords that are energetic, that are attached to people, places, things, all the stuff that we do every day. And the easiest way of doing it is to follow this. So just close your eyes and imagine that you are an astronaut in space. So you're just floating in space. And as you look down, you can see the earth. And attached to the earth is this giant cord from you to the earth. Now that cord is just a web of all these cords of thoughts, people you've talked to, energies you've picked up from different places. It's all negative stuff that you don't need. You can never cut love. You can never cut the good stuff. So if you just imagine this cord, and sometimes I ask an angel to come in. I'll ask Archangel Michael to come in And he's standing beside me or floating beside me in space. And he's got this great sword. So I love using him because sometimes my cord is really thick. So I ask him to support me. And then I just imagine him taking the sword and cutting that cord that's attached to me in the earth. Once that's done, you have disconnected from everything. This is a perfect practice to do whenever you feel overwhelmed. And it will help you stay tuned in to your high self because your energy field is clearer. I'm an applied kinesiologist. So when I'm working with people, I muscle test them. And one of the things that I muscle test them for is to see if they have any energies with them. And quite often everybody does. So 
in order for me to get clear readings on what we're working on, I need to clear their energy field and their auras off. So I use the astronaut technique, which was taught to me by St. Germain. And that really does completely clear your aura off. It's amazing. So it takes, you know, 10 to 15 seconds. Just pretend you're the astronaut, cut the cord, come back in, and boom, everybody's gone. I highly recommend it. If you do it, it works. As you begin working with your high self, you'll start to have dreams. You can even ask your consciousness or your high self to give you some dreams to to an answer of a question. I'll give you an example. I was having problems with my hands. I, I was losing energy in my hands. I couldn't open jars. I was wondering what the heck's going on. And I said to my partner, I don't know what's going on. It seems like I've developed this really weird sudden onset arthritis. I don't know what's going on. So I talked to my high self before I went to bed and I said, I really need some help because I doused. I tried to figure everything out. I couldn't figure it out. And so I went to sleep and in the morning I woke up and I had this really bizarre dream and I was telling my partner about it. I said, oh my God, I had this dream about these aliens and they looked like ginger roots or roots. And he said to me, how long have you been taking that turmeric and ginger root? And I said, I don't know, about three weeks. And he said, how long's your hands been bothering you? And I said, oh three weeks. So as soon as I stopped, my hands got better and all the strength came back and that feeling that I had arthritis was completely gone. So you can ask your high self for some guidance and pay attention to whatever you happen to dream that night because there will be answers. Sometimes it's sometimes it's a little bit weird like dreaming of aliens that look like roots, but it totally made sense. One of the other ways that you can connect to your high self or allow universal consciousness to work through your high self and to you is to develop some form of creative expression. So engage in a creative activity. Now, I met a friend who I hadn't seen for a long time and she had taken up art and she was really amazing. And she said, you know, you should try to paint. And I thought, oh my God, I can't even draw. How am I going to paint? And I pondered it for a bit. And, you know, I'm talking to my high self. And turns out I end up in the dollar store one day. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll just get a pad of paper and some of these watercolors. So I brought them home and I just started doodling. And I was really crappy, I'm going to tell you. But I doodled and I played. And what happened is just by being open to not necessarily making something, not necessarily drawing something, but just to doodle and to see what came out is this consciousness or this way of connecting to spirit came through me in a way that I had never experienced before. And so now I do paint. I paint on a regular basis. I love it. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm brilliant at it because I've never taken a painting class or a drawing class. However, I have sold quite a few of my paintings. So just allowing the experience 
of spirit to come through you and your high self to work through you, you never know what's going to happen. And you can do this with music. If you're a musician, just allowing your high self to send you whatever it needs to so that you can create or co-create with your high self a beautiful piece of music. There's dance, just allowing this creative expression to come through you with dance. And all these creative things will help build your connection to your high self. The last thing I want to mention before we wrap it up is that the high self will send you messages in really obscure, crazy ways, and you may not understand them. So it's really important to pay attention. Pay attention to everything around you because synergy starts to happen, and it's remarkable. When I very first woke up, I thought my angel's name was Rachel. And so I called my angel Rachel. This was my guardian angel that was working with me at the time. And then one day, I started seeing all these images on the sides of buses, on billboards, all these images. Wherever I went were these pictures of these little angels with Raphael underneath. Raphael, Raphael, that's all I kept seeing everywhere. It took spirit, or it took my high self. I don't know how many times I'd had to flash this Raphael in front of me before I realized that my angel's name wasn't Rachel, it was Raphael. And once I connected to that, and then I realized it was Raphael, all those images went away. I had a client once who said, My high self's not talking to me. I'm doing all this work that you're suggesting and it's not talking to me. And we were in session and I said, well, your high self is saying when pigs fly. I don't know what that means. I said to her, I don't know if you know what that means. She said, no, I don't. And I said, well, pay attention to when pigs fly and let's see what happens. By the time she got home from our session, she had passed a restaurant that call, was called the Flying Pig, and she had seen two other flying pigs, on one on a billboard and one on the side of a car for a business. We have to pay attention. Our high self is always talking to us. So pay attention and see what happens around you. Be curious. Watch for every little sign that you can. And if you're not sure if it's a sign, ask questions. Ask your high self. I'm going to put a meditation to the high self, Christ itself, and I am presence below. And I really encourage you to, to spend time and do that meditation. So as we wrap up, please remember that the journey inward is a lifelong exploration. The high self is a beacon of wisdom, compassion, boundless potential. And it helps guide you towards your truest self. I encourage you to embrace the practices that we shared today and the tools to deepen your connection to your inner guidance. And please try to practice the meditation below. At least try it once and see if it worked for you. I want to thank you for journeying with me today on Getting Dimensional. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe and join me for future podcasts. This is your host, Carol Amaya Lefebvre, 
signing off until next time. May you continue to seek the radiant light within you and stay connected and allow the whispers of your higher self to shape your path.